As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skied. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today I am joined by the podcast that wouldn't die. Please welcome Kevin and Aaron to the show. Hello! Hello! hello. All right, so Kevin, I'll let you kick it off. Why don't you tell everyone what the podcast that wouldn't die is all about? Podcast that wouldn't die. Each week we discuss horror and science fiction movies with a comedic twist, guilty pleasures, and forgotten classics. So give us a listen. Aaron, you have anything to add to that? You know, I'm just like the lamprey that that is attached to Kevin's, I don't know, shark. So I'm along for the ride. Uh, I'm here for comedic uh, comments, sarcasm, and to tell, tell Kevin he's wrong. That, that's why I'm here. Okay. <laughs> All right. So wh- where did the name come from? So I like it. Uh, that's funny. When we discussed uh, starting our own podcast, we were banding about different names. We were coming up with like the podcast, the time <laughs> forgot. Uh, there there were a few others. I just remember seeing there was a science fiction movie from like the 50s called The Brain That Wouldn't Die. Yep, I've heard of that. I've seen um, it. I've heard of it. <laughs> so that, and that kind of inspired us. Also, because we used to have a YouTube show that did die. So we're, <laughs> we've been resurrected. There you go. Hey, nice. <laughs> Oh, and, and, and Aaron, you talk about the comedy. You you now are the reason that I say at Gmail when I'm just talking about it. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I started listening to that and every time you said at Gmail, I was like, oh my God, I love it. I love the way you say like this. <laughs> Yay. All right, we're going to go back to... Uh, Stone Cold Classic tonight, going back to 1968, Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby. Paramount Pictures presents Mia Farrow in a William Castle production, Rosemary's Baby. Co-starring John Cassavetes, Ruth Gordon, Sidney Blackmer, Morris Evans, and Ralph Bellamy. Written for the screen and directed by Roman Polanski from the best-selling novel by Ira Levin. Suggested for mature audiences. Booyah! (laughs) So, Aaron, I'll let you kick it off. When did you first see Rosemary's Baby? Oh, for sure. I saw it on TV, like super edited, you know, probably. I don't know if it was Elvira. Did you have Elvira on TV when when you were growing up? I think I'm a little older than you. (laughs) Elvira was out of L.A. and uh, she would have these Saturday uh, horror horror, uh, things and she would interject it with humor. So I'm Mm -hmm. guessing that's probably where I saw it. Because I remember watching, renting it finally. I was like, oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember her being naked. What? what, what? It's like when right. the first time you see The Exorcist right. in its real form, not on TV. You're like, oh, I, I didn't remember that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I, 
mean, honest to God, Rosemary's Baby is just a great movie. It's not a great horror movie. It's just a great movie. It's definitely on on the top ten. Kevin, what about you? Uh, I'm trying to think. I think I saw it the first time on one of those like Halloween like month of movies on AMC or uh, TMC or one of those deals. Uh, and I just I just loved it. I mean, it is so great. I mean, you've got Mia Farrow, uh, Nick Cassavetes, or John Cass, one of the Cassavetes. One of the Cassavetes. Uh, <laughs> there's so many. Ruth Gordon. I mean, it is. Dynamite. Oh my God. Roman Polanski. Of course. You, you, you got like the Tate murders in there. I mean, yeah. it's got all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as to the Elvira, I did not have Elvira. I grew up in the Monster Vision era with Joe Bob. Joe Bob, I, baby! Oh my God, love Joe Bob. <laughs> uh, back in back in the old days, when I lived in yep. the Bay Area, he used to Joe Bob used to have his drive-in movie reviews in the San Francisco Chronicle. So I would always try to get the Sunday paper just to to read his little reviews. Joe Bob says, "Check it out." Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I would say I probably didn't see this till I, I just bought it on DVD because I'd always heard it was a classic in the early 2000s. And that's when I finally watched it. Yeah. I think I, so I, I saw the full version the first time, at least. So <laughs> I didn't have to be shocked when I got to see, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and then, what of the course, you are like, go for it. I was gonna say then there's all like I used to read all the trashy tell-all novels so I read the Kitty Kelly Sinatra book so they all talk about Rosemary's Baby and how in a rage that Sinatra was that Mia Farrell cut her hair so short and oh apparently it was it led to their breakup and everything crazy crazy (laughs) all right so on the off chance because I I use these as introductory episodes sometimes what Tell everyone what Rosemary's Baby is about if they haven't seen it. Take it. All right, boom, boom. Rosemary's Baby, cute young couple, move into like a way too nice apartment in New York City. (laughs) He's an actor. She's a stay-at-home wife. Uh, Weird neighbors. Oh, her husband's not making it so well in Hollywood. He starts spending a lot of time with a wacky couple next door and then more time and then more time and then weird problems with the pregnancy. <laughs> Whoa, well, I don't feel right. I think there's something going on. Oh, I made a friend. Hey, she committed suicide. And then more pregnancy trauma. The doctor's crazy. I'm going to somewhere else. I'm captured. I'm taken back to the house. Boom, your baby's gone. Hey, there's chanting and a baby cry. Hey, I gave birth to the devil. Whoops, my husband's a piece of shit. Kill him and I'll raise the devil baby. The end. (laughs) Kevin, can can you add to that? I I just love her husband is on board from Jump Street. I mean, the moment the, the the crazy old couple next door are like, hey, you know, come on board with the devil worshiping and uh, we'll help your acting career take off. He's in. Yep. You know, he, he doesn't take a whole lot of convincing. No, no. One cocktail with Roman and Mimi. That's it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is such a, such a shit bag. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. Uh, yeah. So have you guys, have you guys read the book? 
Strangely enough, I read the second book, but I read the, the second first book. book. Right. Son it's, of Rosemary, right? How what? weird is that that we read the second book, but ne- never yes. the first book? Okay, well, uh, then, <laughs> then you can actually probably answer this question. Where would a sequel go? That would be it. So you, I don't know what happens in the book, so you could talk about that. That would be where the sequel Kevin, is. Kevin, your brain is fresher than mine. Do you remember? I remember her, it, 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 like she's teaching him not to be devilly or something like that. Isn't that it? That's a vague recollection. It's something like that, but I think it's also very much like Damien the Omen kind of thing, where right. it's like he's taking over the world kind of thing, because he's the he's he's not the devil, he's the Antichrist. That's the thing. So it's like he's convincing everybody to get on board with his plans for uh, world domination, something like that. Okay. Um, I thought I thought it was more like it's a nature nurture thing. So yeah, your dad's Satan. But, you know, if I, I raise you in a, in a warm, loving home, uh, maybe you don't want to, like, burn the earth down. And I never understood that. Why does the devil want to destroy the earth? Then what's he going to do? Right. These are important <laughs> questions. <laughs> There's also, like, a made-for-TV sequel, if I remember correctly, with, like, Patty Duke or somebody. You're like Ruth oh. Gordon was the only one who came back for the made-for-TV oh. sequel. So check oh, that goodness. out. Or okay. don't. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't know how accessible that is, but <laughs> I'm sure we can find it on YouTube. <laughs> that, that may be true. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so taking the book aside, if you had gotten to have your own sequel, probably wouldn't have wanted it. But if you'd gotten it, what would you have wanted to see? Would you want to see play out the way that book did or something different? I want to see her make a pact with them, honestly, where she gets rid of the husband. And then I, that, that'd be satisfying <laughs> enough. You know what I mean? He's the, I, betray- he's the betrayer. He's the ultimate betrayer. He was the one who was supposed to defend her and protect her. And he totally doesn't. He totally gets right on board with bringing in the old crazy <laughs> devil worshippers next door and all their friends into the marital bedroom, for goodness sake. Oh, f- freak out. It's kind of like this this year's episode of American Horror Story, if you're watching that, where the husband ends up betraying the wife because there's a magic pill that makes you, if you have any talent at all, this pill uh, intensifies that. Side effect is you're a vampire, but... <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> but it, but it's the whole thing. Oh, I love you, mm, but my career. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, she and there's the the long like sex montage with the devil, basically, where oh. it's like they're like the werewolf is in bed, like scratching her or whatever, and he totally gaslights her the next morning. He's like, "Oh, don't worry, honey, I cut my nails." Yeah, yeah, I cut Sorry. them already. <laughs> I took care of that. I cut- yeah. And then he's like, you know, she, she's like, didn't you notice that I was just laying there? He's like, oh, I kind of enjoyed it in a necrophile kind of way. What? Yeah. Are you serious? I, I have yeah. to tell you, that's one of the best scenes because it truly is. It's like that dreamlight state. She's half drug, half awake, where right. all the audio input is kind of drifting in and her mind is turning it into these different weird dreams. It's like something that, that like is real. You right. know what yep. I mean? Yep. I so that, I thought that, that was genius. Yeah, I think that's that's a good example of when people describe something as a fever dream sequence. I think they, they should oh, point yeah. to that scene. That's a good one. 
No question. Yeah. All right, now we're getting into territory. You talked about a made-for-TV sequel, but let's say they decided to remake this thing today. Boom! I've been working on this for oh, days. Oh, all right, but I, I love it. But I want I want Kevin to go first so I can tell him he's wrong. Okay, you're right. I, I even wrote down who I want to be: Laura Louise and Doctor Saperstein. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, damn! Who's playing the Charles deep. Grodin part? Is what I want to know. Uh, I did consider that. I'm like, Aaron, quit wasting your time. You got you got to do some chores and do some laundry. <laughs> did you okay. did you come up with the new Charles Grodin? And and is it? Uh, oh my god! No. Is, is it is it the guy from uh, the room? <laughs> Oh my God, Tom, Tommy Wiseau! Yeah, he's no, the one. No, the guy who played him in the remake. Oh, Dave Franco. James Franco. Franco. James yeah, Franco. Oh, not James Franco. I keep yeah. messing up. That's Dave's in it. He's in the. He's in the Disaster Artist. But yeah. I yes, kept trying yes, to find a role in my version of Rosemary's Baby for James Franco because he is such a. Maybe he could be like the <clears throat> the Japanese photographer. Later on, that'll be the James Franco. I mean, he All could right, be Kevin. the husband, frankly. I mean, now that you're mentioning it, okay, here's what I went now, with. No, you'd need a real actor for that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Mike drop. Uh, All right, who's, who's Rosemary, Kevin? <laughs> I, I chose Emma Watson, uh, Hermione from the Harry Potter movies. If you've seen her lately, she has that kind of pixie girl cut. And she's kind of wayfish like Mia Farrow was. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Madness, you, you ready? say? Do you want to hear mine? Go ahead. Hit me. Zooey Deschanel. <laughs> oh, God. Because <laughs> Mia, Mia Farrow is a total ding-dong head. She's like, huh. And so is Zoe. Boom. We'll just well, give Zoe. her a pixie cut. She's Zoe got those dead house. shark eyes. She's just kind of floating around in this relationship. Why not? That's hilarious. I mean, Zoe's that way in The Happening. I don't know if she's like that in all of her roles, but okay. Uh, I suspect she's like that in her own living room. That's my theory. Um, my what, what was his name's Guy, right? Guy. guy. Who's, yeah. who's Guy? Zach Efron. Kind of douchey. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Because hmm. hmm. I had to pick somebody that's a little bit older than Emma Watson or looks a little bit older, but is still kind of a contemporary. I don't know. You ready? Lay it on me. Make Donald Glover. Ooh, that's an interesting choice. Now, why do you think Donald Glover? That's good. Okay. Okay. So I was thinking you want something. You don't want someone coming in full Nicholson where you're like, oh, yeah, guilty. Boom. <laughs> Donald that's Glover, true. like community. Kind of cool, but then he did that 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 music video where he'd look in the camera a certain way, and you're like, ah, oh. he he can flip it and be kind of devilish. That's true, because and that's the thing. It's like, should he already be kind of an asshole from Jump Street? That's the question. Is he already questionable, or should he be totally loving and, and doting, and then get tempted to the dark side? That's a question. I was trying to figure out, is this just how, is it a period piece? Is this just husbands back in the late 60s? Woman, <laughs> get, get my meal. Where's my slippers? Where's my pipe? Or is he just like a douche? Or is he both? I don't know. <laughs> That's Josh, question. what do you think? Is this, is this just how men were back in the day? Yeah. If you had Probably so. That'd be my guess. 
unfortunately. A little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> well, and you also have to think he is obviously a successful actor um, because he can, like she doesn't work at all, and he can afford this huge apartment like in the Dakota or whatever. Yeah, next to Yoko freaking Ono and everybody else, they all lived in the Dakota or right. whatever the real yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but no, he was just doing like Yamaha commercials. He was doing commercials <laughs> for shitty scooters. So it's the friends problem. You know, there's no way right. that people from friends ever afforded that that place. And there's no way that Mia Farrell and John Cassavetes afforded this. They should be in some rat hole instead of and they had enough money to completely redecorate including custom furniture. You're absolutely right. Okay, you ready? All right, next. I got for Roman, and this is going to knock your socks off. All right. Michael Caine. Michael Caine! Let me tell you the why you're wrong. You were halfway there. I went British, but I went Anthony yep. Hopkins. He, he's obviously good. Yep. No question. Michael Caine! <laughs> The world right. needs more Michael Caine, by the way. Let me just say are you that. Re- are you ready for many? Yeah, I got Maggie Smith. Betty White. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's wow. outside the box. <laughs> I tried to find living people and that I was like, but, but that would be totally funny. Because Ruth Gordon, she was wacky. Yes. She was a comedian. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, you can't throw Helen Mirren into this. You need someone who's a little kooky. I thought about Helen Mirren, but you're absolutely right. It's like, it's got to be kind of somebody wacky. I, I kind of think Betty White is too much, though. Is I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Betty White married to Anthony Hopkins? How about that? <laughs> That's a weird combination. It's really giving me a headache. <laughs> All right, uh, Laura Louise, who is one of my favorite characters. Because isn't Laura Louise the one from Mayberry? Petticoat Junction or something? No, I well, think you're what, right. I think you're right. It was either Laura Louise or the other lady used to be on the Andy Griffith show. So that was like, what's going on in Mayberry? It's a coven of witches there, too. All right, Laura Louise, Shirley MacLaine. Oh, okay. Okay. I can see that one. Yeah. You gotta remember, and, Shirley go MacLaine played uh, Andorra in the uh, the movie version of Bewitched. I so. did not know that. Oh my god, I loved Andorra. That was the best part of Bewitched. Yep. I didn't watch All it. Right. Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> you're you're a young punk. Back in the old days, we had eleven <laughs> channels, so you watched right. what was on. <laughs> yeah, that's how it worked. <laughs> and Doctor Saperstein, can you guess? I have no idea. Who you got? Morgan Freeman. Ooh, I like that one. That you is never good. suspect him. He has the air of authority. You you know yeah. what? You're absolutely and, and he does kind of shit these days. If you watch like the <laughs> <laughs> he he does a lot of straight to video stuff, so I think he'd be down. Honestly. He's doing paycheck to paycheck right now. <laughs> Yeah, if we're going to get Betty White, we better hurry up with production, though. <laughs> well, and, and Morgan Freeman is older than you think he is. He's well into his 80s as well. And so is Anthony Hopkins. All these dudes are like 90 years old. 
You gotta hurry. They were still alive. They were hanging by a thread. There were like all these kind of crazy actors and actresses that I thought were long dead. Like the chick from uh, uh, The Swarm. I think she's still alive. Is the chick from... No, no, no. The one from uh, who was in Gone with the Wind. Olivia de Havilland is still alive? According to internet, we mean to go to the internet. I think Olivia de Havilland is still alive. She must be 200 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is happening here? Well, that's another proof that she must be in the coven. Everybody's Googling <laughs> that. Yeah, because I was going to say, that movie itself is 82 years old. So, No, she died last year. Hmm? Close, yeah. though. Close. 104. Boom! If you just held on for another year, <laughs> Olivia. Oh my god! Now, what about you, Josh? You I, got any ideas for oh, this? That's the you good like thing peace. about it is I, I, <laughs> I, I don't come up with any of them. I let the guests handle all that for me. <laughs> so I, I'll say this: my only question with Morgan Freeman: Does Rosemary ever get to the point where she questions him? Because he's got that voice that's always going to just be reassuring to you. Like you know, thing, it's, man. it's hard to question him That's when he tells you anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> but no, speaking of someone who has actually given birth to a child, I'd be like, even Morgan Freeman, you're going to tell me I, that this, I'm going to be in pain any longer than this? Fuck you, Morgan Freeman. I'm going right on down the road. Because that's the thing. She's like in total distress for like months. Yeah. Months. And they're just like months. Just, just drink that slop from Laura. Little whatever. What is her name? Linda Louise. Whatever her name Laura, is. Drink that Laura. stuff. <laughs> no, it's Minnie. It's Minnie gives her the drinks. You yeah, know what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Minnie's the one making up the drinks. Yeah. Drink, drink that. I'm not gonna prescribe anything, but the weird tonics that you get from Ruth Gordon down the hall should just be more than sufficient. Really? I mean, Good. at one point, she is like, I mean, first of all, Mia Farrell is already a, like a waif. And so Absolutely. during this, her eyes are sinking in and nope. even her fucking husband doesn't give a shit because he's like, I just sold my baby to the devil and now I'm going to be rich and famous. Woohoo! Just yeah. suck it up, honey. Well, well, he was giving her the business because she didn't want to eat that chalky moose or whatever yeah. that uh, Ruth Gordon dropped off. What, what oh, would Jesus. your wife have said if you started talking to her like that? That moose would have been flying. You better, I get a foot in the ass. Yep. Exactly. No question. Yep. I was like, I, I'm married to a Yankee woman. She ain't putting up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. That's I found I Rosemary's character so irritating. And, and once again, you know. I know it's another time, but right, our mother wasn't gonna put wasn't gonna put up with that shit. Right. Well, you think it's like kind of that thing where it's like in the '60s and the '50s, where it's like your husband is also like your father or something, and you just have to. Yeah. uh, Yeah. You go from your father's house to your different father's house that you have sex with, basically. Thank God those times are over. Can you? Uh, <laughs> may, can I have five dollars? Is it okay if I go have lunch with my friends? I'm 40 years old. Please, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, Ricky Ricardo would give Lucy an allowance each week if you remember that shit. <laughs> I used I used to think Ricky was such a dick. 
I was like, Ricky. And then later on, I realized Lucy's clearly insane. Right. <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. Or hell. It's like Br- Britney Spears' dad would have been in charge of her at some point if they were alive right oh, now. Wow. <laughs> oh, goodness. The, the state would have been involved, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good All times. Right. This is where we're going to go next. This You guys have done a good job, but in case someone's not sold, I want to hear those final pitches on why they should watch Rosemary's Baby. Maybe they don't like movie, old movies from the 60s. Go for it, Aaron. Well, what do I say to someone like that? That's like, like someone coming to me and saying, I don't like ice cream. I don't like spaghetti. Well, get the fuck away from me. God. <laughs> You have to watch Rosemary's Baby because it's one of the best movies in the whole world. It is clearly Roman Polanski's apex. Some people say Chinatown, and I say no. It is Rosemary's Baby. It's scary. It's wacky. It's fun. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this. Most, A lot of horror movies that we review, there's always something wrong with the story. No, this is a solid story. Solid acting, solid everything. You will not regret it. If you regret it, call me up and I'll hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be taking calls from crazy people. No question. No, I mean, you know what? I'm the first to admit that the movies from like the 60s, there are many that are kind of slow going, a slow burn. This is not this. You know, I feel like. This gets going and it just starts slowly ratchets up the tension, ratchets it up, and then you're you're feeling it. You're right there. And when you don't think you can handle it anymore, Charles Grodin shows up before he got his best toupee. So I mean, that really <laughs> has a whole whole other level. It's dynamite. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, absolutely, it it is solid, one hundred percent solid. All right. I think you guys did a good job. And I think that's going to wrap this one up. So why don't you tell everyone once again where they can find you? I'm going to let Kevin do the socials. And Aaron, you're hitting with us with that email. So let me All right. It. Kevin. <laughs> We're on Twitter at uh, T-Podcast, die. We're on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Aaron, what else are we <laughs> on? We're on Gmail. We're on... Actually, now we're... We're on the Insta now, too, and the Twitski. So if you want to email us, we are the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. (laughs) (laughs) And you can reach out to me. I am the cult of Aaron. Join the cult. Well, you can find us on Spotify, (laughs) Apple Podcasts, and anywhere the finer podcasts are available. But not SoundCloud. (laughs) I don't know if I'm on SoundCloud. That's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> but you can follow the show at YNF Movie Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Pretty much wherever you get your podcast. SoundCloud not included because I don't know. I'd have to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on uh, I'm on YouTube as well. And then of course to come back next week is I'll have a new guest and a new movie. And who knows? That may become your next favorite movie. You guys take care. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>